Episode 150, 150 of the Q&A podcast. We did it. We're there. My name is Anthony. Sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, DeQuincy. Hey, guys. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. 150, man. Like, that's a lot of recording to do. That's a lot of talking. That's a lot uh-huh. of editing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I saw a report that like most podcasts don't even get past like their 10th episode. And here we are with officially 150. Mm-hmm. We've done more that, that were on my old hard drive that will never see a light of day. The lost tapes as <laughs> most podcasts also have. Not just laws, also like illegal. I'm not even sure we could play them because we had licensed music back then. Oh, yeah. Yes, I think our, our um, intro back in those days was like, one one Jay Z song I don't remember what, which one it is but yeah I'm pretty sure Spotify would um <laughs> would shoot that down. Speaking of yeah. which, uh, you listen to our podcast, you can catch us on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and of course Spotify. And thank you for listening. As always, that's the business side. And well, so today's podcast is going to be a little bit loose because we really don't have a topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um. What a weird time to record episode 150. Yeah, because we were going to we were were going to record on Friday night, but Anthony had to work late. And so once that went out the window, um, I think we were just going to talk about wrestling. So we have a podcast out on Saturday. But once it came clear that we couldn't do that, then we can't really talk about wrestling because if we're trying to break down the matches, by the time I put this out on Sunday, we already missed night one. Right. Yeah. which is about to start in about an hour from when we're recording right now yeah god willing it's gonna start raining and we also were gonna do the podcast talk about episode uh three uh falcon of winter soldier because um anthony's only caught up to episode three but for me if we're go- we might as well just wait like a four, uh like two or three more days and do three and four together mm-hmm and so right here, we're just going to talk about whatever comes to mind. Um, but yeah, man, uh, how's jury doing, Judy? <laughs> like what uh, you can actually legally tell us, how's it going? <laughs> it's uh, just a very long process, man. It's um, like, it's a grand jury. So we listen to multiple cases a day mm-hmm. and we decide whether they should go to trial or not. So I don't have to worry about innocence or guilt per se i just have to decide whether this person should go to trial um so it's uh it's very just depends on the day man like the worst cases are child abuse cases i'll be honest with you it really is a bummer to hear those because like when you when you watch the news right and you hear about some anybody not just a child but anybody like getting abused mm-hmm. like they just kind of allude to some sort of abuse that happens but when you're doing this man they go into full fucking detail and it's sickening oh yeah i would and, be uh, i would be other to say like all right send him to jail now not yeah. tomorrow not later tonight now or her or her, her I, I want to say yeah them however they uh <laughs> it's uh yeah they describe themselves and then you know so those are tougher to to have to sit through mm-hmm. and then you know even murder cases are like it's it's rough but it's like you know it's it's unfortunate that every case is unfortunate obviously but uh, mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's nothing like hearing about a kid getting you know getting abused it's it's really really tough and then you know drugs and drunken driving and things of that nature like you know 
you know, I can forget about those, you know, who hasn't, who hasn't done drugs, who hasn't driven home drunk, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those, it's something that's never going to, you know, you know, that, that'll always be there. And, and we do not advocate driving no, under no, any of kind not. of influences <laughs> here at the Q&A podcast or 288 Productions. Of course, of course. But um, so it just takes a long time, man. There's just a lot of cases you have to listen to. Mm-hmm. So as a result, I was very um, backed up with work this week, which was not fun, which meant I have to I had to like keep working, you know, late. I had to work late on Friday, which nobody likes doing, I imagine. And no. I'm definitely <laughs> one of those people. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a long week. Uh, but you know, overall, I really can't complain, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm like really. It's been so busy that I haven't really been able to keep up, keep up with wrestling, like any of the go home shows to WrestleMania. Which I'm man, I'm looking forward to Mania. Like I'm, you know, you know, we'll we'll watch it. I'm gonna watch it after we're done recording night one, and then yeah. night two is on Sunday. And you know, it's a lot of wrestling to watch. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yes, but, that's uh, why I'm so glad it's uh, split up in two nights. Yeah, but um. You know, even without the go home shows, like I'm still excited. Like I'm still like I know, yeah, I know who's fighting on on the card. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't really need to know who's fighting on night one and night two. That that really doesn't, you know, I'm not too invested in that. I'm just excited for the matches. Like, so what match night one are you most excited for? Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh... <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be interested in that because they said Bad, Bad Bunny moved to Florida after the holidays and he's been training. So it'll basically be about four months of training. So uh, I'm gonna be interested to watch that match and see what he actually do in the ring. I, t- I tell you one thing. I mm-hmm. have I like I don't really I don't listen to his music, but Same as here. a uh, as a as a celebrity who's on a wrestling show, I respect him a lot way more than I did before no i wasn't trashing the guy but like i actually appreciate him on the show now because of the way they handled the 24 7 title like he went up to our truth and he said i respect you i respect this business and you deserve this title like you know this is he's basically saying you know this is your company this is your business like i'm just here for not here for a long time i'm here for a good time Mm -hmm. and uh you know to say i respect this business you know that's that was huge to say on television yeah and it's validate it's you know coming from a celebrity like him you know it is validating in a way and it seems like everyone he he's worked with behind the scenes enjoys having him there like there have been no rumors of him big timing anybody or or you know refusing to do something Mm -hmm. like everybody from top to bottom say he's a pleasure to work with yeah and i just and, I, oh go ahead and and again like so i don't really listen to his music but the mm-hmm. fact that he carried the 24 7 title on saturday night live mm-hmm. like during yeah. his performance that's pretty cool like i'm uh, you know because it, it shows that he's he is a fan like he really does he's really enjoying his time with the company and it's like it's not just something he forgets on the you know when it's not monday night or yeah. a pay-per-view Sunday. Yeah, he actually enjoys it. It's yeah, not he, just a paycheck or a um, a place for him to get his face out in the public. He mm-hmm. he actually loves wrestling. Yeah. And that's the one thing I want to talk about. It's like, you go online and you see mainly white dudes complaining about, <laughs> oh, who's this guy? I've never heard of him. And blah, blah, blah. It's like, A, it, more people watch wrestling now. And B, Bad Bunny is one of the hottest acts in the game, like, even if you don't listen. And, and C, like, if you were a celebrity and you loved wrestling and the opportunity came up for you to be involved in it, wouldn't mm-hmm. you, like, leap at the chance to do it? I really think that, you know, more celebrities would, would do it be, if it wasn't for their schedules. Like, you know, it, again, you know, COVID is a very unfortunate thing that has, you know, mm-hmm. it's been awful for the past year and almost year and a half now. But, um, you know, 
I think he jumped at the chance that I'm not touring right now. There's nothing to promote. Like, you know, I can always record a, an album, you know, six, the six other days out of the week. Why not, you know, uh, go on this wrestling show every week that I, I clearly like, you know, that I'm, I probably tune into regularly. Like, why not have some fun with it? You know, this is, this is maybe the one chance I have to, uh, to do something like this, to be a regular performer, you know, to get as close to being a wrestler as, you know, as I, I ever could have imagined, you know, if it wasn't for COVID shutting everything down, you know, no, no music tours, nothing like that, you know, he probably wouldn't be as involved as he is now. And now it's led up to this, you know, big wrestling match at, at WrestleMania, yeah. which, you know, WrestleMania, they always try to get a celebrity involved, and, and it's his time. It's his turn this year. Yes, and I want everyone to know that if this podcast ever takes off and I get invited or we get invited to uh, perform during WrestleMania season, <laughs> we are taking that. I want y'all to right here, right now. Like, we'll be the next uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost. Yes, we're taking it. I don't care how mad y'all are online. Y'all can curse me out on Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. I am taking an opportunity. You have to. I do not give a damn what y'all nerds think. <laughs> you over there with one of your 30-minute classics and your five-star matches. <clears throat> not me. I'm here to have fun. We'll give you a five-star celebrity yeah. you know, moment. If I get to like jump off the top rope and do like a frog flash on someone, I'll die a happy man. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know that. But going back to the original question, what match are you most excited to see both on night one and night two? I think night one, I think it's a tie between um, mm -hmm. Cesaro and Seth Rollins and Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks because both of those matches are going to be incredible mm -hmm. in terms of like if you're a pure wrestling fan, it's like you just love good wrestling. Those two matches are probably going to steal the show equally. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Um, I probably picked the Sasha Banks and uh, Bianca Belair match uh, just because um, I've seen Cesaro and Rollins go at it before. Mm -hmm. Banks and Belair, something new. And, yeah. like, you know, we, we're both fans of Scrubs. And you remember that one episode where they have the, um, the air, guitar, air guitar band <laughs> and then Turk's trying out for it and he starts dancing and the janitor looks over and says, I don't know what it is, but he's got it. It's one of the best scenes ever. Yes, that's how I feel about Bianca Belair. It's like, I don't know how to describe it, but she's got it in oodles. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we always talk about Charlotte Flair, you know, on her way out to, at some point, mm -hmm. whether to pursue acting or you know whatever it may be uh, there's not um, one person only female we talk about because sasha banks gonna leave before she does yeah and did you, you see know, i'm sorry did you see that they have the um a figure ring of her from her mandalorian character doesn't like it, no I, I didn't but it doesn't okay. surprise me it I mean, just she, came out like uh, last week and it's like the money is there for her she's gonna be a superstar when she makes that jump to hollywood oh Look. without a doubt like if you can get that Disney bag, what the hell are you wrestling for? <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, well, she's always loved wrestling, so you know, I think she'll like that's why she's still doing it. You know, it's not just a paycheck for her. I mean, she still legitimately loves the business, but um Everyone but I feel says like that until they get that first movie check. <laughs> the Rock but said I, that, uh Cena says that. I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns still say it, said that before he got them chiclet teeth. Well, Hogan said it even. You know. Yeah. If Hogan had actually been in good movies, he wouldn't have came back. <laughs> right. That's what killed him. He, tr Let's be honest. He tried to jump to Hollywood. He just couldn't make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, his only, the only good role he ever had in a movie was before he was Hulk Hogan, when he was just Terry the Hulk, when he, when he played Thunderlips in Rocky Three. Yeah, in what 1982, like 
He was great in that role, but mm. that was it, you know. All those movies in the nineties stunk. Yes, and that's why he his racist ass came back to wrestling. <laughs> but getting back to Bel Air, you mm-hmm. know, uh, with the impending departure of Charlotte, the impending departure of Sasha Banks, women's wrestling is still in good shape with someone like her. I mean, she is a great athlete a really good wrestler and you know has really come into her own since she came on the scene in NXT you know that this is um like she's that star that they've been looking for that they've been look trying to find you know that that NXT is for like that's the whole point of NXT was to create stars for the next the next level and when she started you know she was kind of jobbing out you know on NXT she wasn't really looked at as a as a major player but you know she was able to get over her her skill set improved and she's becoming a star and you know that's how it's supposed to go mm-hmm. and yeah. so she's she'll be able to you know her and Rhea Ripley um and uh, Raquel Gonzalez who's on NXT like those are three that could carry that division you know for the next few years until they decide, you know, they if they want to pursue something else. Oh, speaking of NXT, did you watch the Stand and Deliver? I haven't. Like that's that's how busy it's been this week. Like, and that's how much <laughs> wrestling there is been this week. Uh, I've only been able to watch night one, mm-hmm. and it was great. But then yeah. again, NXT, like I can't remember the last bad takeover they had if they've ever had one. So yeah, you know, I can't either. Yeah, so I'm gonna watch night one of WrestleMania tonight, and then tomorrow morning, uh, after I drop my girlfriend at work, we're gonna watch night two of um, NXT, and then night two of WrestleMania on Sunday, as long, you know, weather permitting. Right. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, crazy. Yeah, but going up, moving on. Night two. What match are you looking forward to? Main event. Main the event. Triple threat. Oh, yeah. Man. I gotta say, I mean, not for the triple threat, the one I got my eye on is uh, Big E versus Apollo Crews. Mm. No one seems to know what the hell a Nigerian drum fight is. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be curious to see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we want to take guesses as to what it might be? Um, is it, are they just going to have drums around fighting? I think so. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I would prefer they actually they make it like the Kumite where they have people like playing the drums around the ring. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I think that's what's going to happen. I think it is oh. just, just a, a circle of drummers like Oh, okay. You know, just, and it adds to the in- to the intensity. Mm. It should, at least. Yeah, it should. Um, yeah, some match I'm looking for most. Oh, and imagine did... imagine if while that's happening there is a like a flash of lightning that happens, like that would be the ultimate. Then it's uh, it's game over that happens. So, um, oh, I didn't even know Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were having a match. That's gonna bang. And Logan Paul is involved, another celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I'm not big on the Paul brothers. Let's just say that. No, no yeah. not at all. They seem to be rich douchebags from what I've seen um, from their ad- antics on uh, Vine and uh, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to just watch both nights. Um, hopefully, we'll have any kind of weather problem. Hopefully, no injuries, God willing, all that mm-hmm. stuff. <sighs> Oh man, while we were talking about wrestling, I just saw this alert come through on my phone uh, from the athletic. Uh, apparently, Alex Rodriguez is trying to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves. Really? Yeah, that was from the athletic. And then I just got another alert from Bleach Report about three minutes ago. Former MLB star Alex Rodriguez and fin- friend Mark Lorre reportedly near deal to become next owners of the Minnesota, Minnesota Timberwolves. Wow. It's interesting, you know. Didn't he want to become owner of some other team? 
like some mm-hmm. baseball team. Uh, was he trying to? I think he was trying to go for the Mets. Yeah, that's right. You're right. He, as rich as he is, he still couldn't measure up to old Steve Ballmer. Yeah, well, a few of us can. Or no, no, Steve Cohen, right? Cohen, yeah. Ballmer owns Ballmer the Clippers. Clippers yeah, yeah. You're, getting your, you're getting your rich sports owners confused, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm kind of interested in seeing how that goes. Like, yeah. I don't know. As Rodriguez always seems to me like the guy who he's always putting on a facade. Like he's never a hundred percent genuine. He's always trying to be the guy that he thinks you want him to be. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Which is weird considering how much of an alleged egotist he is. Yeah. But I, I think that thing can work as an owner, you know, pretend to be something you're not because all these owners do that. Yeah. They, we see that they try to cry broke even though they make money year in and year out. <laughs> uh, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If someone complains that they're broke all the time, but they won't show you their checkbook, they are not broke. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see. I wonder how much he actually knows about basketball and is he going to be the owner that's hands-on or hands-off yeah i mean you'd like to think he'd be hands-on oh Uh, i'm the opposite i hope he just signs the check to stay out of the way (laughs) (laughs) that would would probably be the smartest thing especially like, That's I, true. I, I he don't could mean be another to, Michael Jordan. Hey, I don't like, mean oh. to insult him because he might be smarter in basketball than I could possibly know. But I, I feel, I think the owners that just hire the right people and stay out of the way are more successful than the ones who have their hands in every aspect of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, let's 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 be real, man. Look at Michael Jordan. I mean, the guy, <laughs> the greatest basketball player of all time. I said it. That's right. And uh, you just can't, I mean, he can't run a basketball team. And he's gotten lucky with, with uh, LaMelo Ball, but but like in 15 years, like that's like the one player that looks like is, you know, might possibly work out. One of two, I guess, with uh, who's the other guy that went to Boston. Uh, Kimba Walker. Yes. So, two yeah, players only, in fifteen years. Yeah, well, Charlotte's Charlotte has not been a good basketball team since the um, what the hell are they call now? New Orleans Pelicans. No, since they came back as the Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like once the Hornets left. Oh yeah, because they went took to all the luck Oklahoma. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They went to Oklahoma. That's right. Oof, yeah. Wait, who went to Oklahoma? I thought it was Charlotte. No, 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 no. Seattle went to Oklahoma. That's right. Oh, I'm uh, it was New Orleans then. I believe. They were the Charlotte Hornets and then went down to become the... Oh, man. If only there were some... I'm Magic Googling. Device. I'm Googling. I am too. <laughs> I am too. Yeah, they changed the name back to the Charlotte Hornets before they went. Because they were the Hornets and they left. And then. Yeah, they relocated to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then, right. yeah, then Jordan brought Hornets, them back. Where they were the Hornets for a while until they became the Pelicans. And then the Bobcats came back into the league in 2004 until they became the Hornets in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All that to say is that uh, the uh, Utah Jazz really need to give that name back to New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, man. I think that would be, that'd be awesome. I mean, you know, what could they call Utah? The what? The slopes? Uh, probably not. (laughs) 
the Utah Mormons? Possibly. Um, I have no idea what goes on in, in Utah. All I, It's like red rocks and white people. That's all I got for you. Let's see. What are they known for? I can't wait for you to find out. Utah vacation planning and things to do. If I am ever on Utah in Utah, it's because I am on the run for a crime I did or did not commit. <laughs> Let's see. They have uh, Zion National Park, mm. Rice Canyon National Park, Arches National Park. The Utah Park. Send it in. <laughs> the Utah, like maybe they could. Send the Jazz to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Sacramento could send Kings to Utah. Sacramento, Kings Peak. Highest elevation is Kings Peak at 13,534 feet. Now, why are you punishing the Kings for this? They ain't doing anything wrong. Because they stink, too. Well, that's not... Well, they have bad ownership, too. But that's beside the point. That's got nothing to do with their name. Yeah, but Kings have nothing to do with... California either or Sacramento. Well, that's because they came from uh where did they come from? I think Ma oh Lori. Another Google trip. <laughs> can I they spell can Sacramento correctly? We're gonna see. The franchise began with the Rockshire Rockshires. What? Yeah. Their their original team is from what's that Rochester? I can't see. yeah, Rochester, Rochester, Rochester. Damn it, I cannot stop. Rochester Royals, originally the Rochester Seagrams. Okay. And then it became the Cincinnati Royals, Kansas City, Omaha slash Kansas City Kings. And then Sacramento Kings. Okay. I'm done with this. Everybody just pick whatever name they want. It doesn't even it doesn't even matter anymore. I mean, hell, the Lakers were originally main, named for the lakes of Minnesota, and now they're L.A. Lakers. They're no, what lakes are, do you know in L.A.? That's right. You don't know any. You're, all you know is it's, it's weed smoke. Yeah, but, you know, at least the Lakers are good. They've always been good. <laughs> What's that got to do with the name, Anthony? What's that got to do with the name? Winning cures all, my friend. Well, we've gone down this glorious Google hole. <laughs> Uh, you want to talk about baseball? Sure. Looks like the Astros are about to drop their second game to the – oh, no, they did. The game just went final, 7-3 to three athletics. Astros are now, what, 6-3? 6-3. and, three? Six and three. All right. You know what's weird? So we're recording this on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a weird start to the season because there's no game tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah. What is that? Like there's no Sunday afternoon game? During a, this is the way the schedule was set up is crazy. And then there's a game on Monday. They had the first four in Oakland. Then they had that stupid two game series with the Angels. Mm -hmm. After that two game series, they had an off day. Then they had these three games against the A's and the off day on Sunday. And they have another two game, no, three games. I'm sorry. Three games against Detroit starting Monday. Mm -hmm. That's so weird. I'm wondering if they put in extra off days because they uh, of COVID, like just in case someone like, um, in case you have to skip a series, like if they had to miss some games with the A's, they could have played tomorrow. Mm. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh wow! Look at this. Hmm. Dodgers coming to town May 25th and 26th. Yeah. Can't wait to see how much they jacked up the tickets for that. Yeah, I might try to get tickets now. Let's see. The Red Sox come to town. Mm -hmm. We play the Yankees in New York, so that's okay. Don't worry about that. Oh, no, no, no. We, we, oh, yeah. So the Red Sox come to town in June, mm -hmm. and then we play them again later on in June. So this is good. Like, you know, things are sort of 
back to normal because like we're playing not just the NL or AOS teams. Like we're kind of playing everybody again, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, got 162 games. I hope there are no more um, really bad COVID outbreaks. We've already seen one uh, series get moved. That was the, mm-hmm. who was it, Nets and Mets, was it? Nets and Mets. Nets and Mets, yeah. So I hope, we like, since the um, vaccine is widely available now, or not, I should say the, um, what's what I'm looking for? Like, more people can get it now. It's no yeah. longer... You can, as long as you're above 16, you decide to get it. I hope more teams take this opportunity to get it so they can actually, you know, finish the season. Mm-hmm. And man, fans are back at the stadium. Yeah, I think, what's it, 25%? I heard 50. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I could be wrong. Hell, hell, but Texas, they did 100% opening yeah. day. Yeah, go ahead. Have that super spreader event for your sorry ass team. Oof, boy. They were desperate to get the fans back to that new stadium. You realize that that stadium, um, this is the second year it's been in existence. It's already had one World Series champion crown and a no-hitter, and neither of them were done by the <laughs> Texas Rangers. Like, history is being performed in that stadium against the Rangers. Right. Yeah, congratulations to former Astro Joe Musgrove uh, for that no hitter. Yeah, I was listening, so I was watching the game the Astros last night. And they were talking about it, you know, because you, know, you know he's former Astro and stuff like that. And so apparently he grew up in San Diego, grew up as Padres fan. So it's like one of those, uh, and it was the first no hitter in San Diego Padres history. Yep. So I think it's like the last team to not have a known no hitter for. Yeah. So it's like one of those, you know, feel good. Baseball stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we love to eat up as fans. Yeah. Local boy comes home and does good. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, a cool story nonetheless. I mean, that, those stories never get, uh, never get less um, inspiring to hear. Sure. Uh, what time WrestleMania starts? 7.30? 7. 7? All right, so we got about 30 minutes left. Um, jumping around from topic to topic. Um, I got a topic for you. Um, okay. What do you think of uh, Chet Hayes? <sighs> now we're really going off, <laughs> off the rails. I don't. Oh, how am I going to put? I don't really think about him unless something happens. He's just another white boy playing black. <laughs> As he would say, church. He's. What was it? He was talking about white boy summer. Uh-huh. And then he had that damn t uh, shirt that had like the Aryan Brotherhood font on the back of it. Yeah. Old English. Yeah, then he had another video where he's like, oh, it can't be white boy summer if you're not, you know, respecting these black queens out here. And then we find out, like, within 24 <laughs> hours, he has, like, some kind of domestic charge against his former black girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally has a restraining is there's a restraining order against him in place right now. I think he's got one on her, too. Yeah. So- and it's all happening in our backyard. Yeah, Sugarland, man, who would have thought? Like it's it's a hop, skip, and a jump away. He's over here, you, just faking the funk, man. <laughs> I wish he would stop with this Jamaican patois and just. Oh, that was the greatest, maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Come on, Chet, you do not talk like that in front of your daddy. You know it. I know it. <laughs> Cut the shit out. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it just irritates the fuck out of me. Like, if you want to, if you really want to live that life and black culture has really, you know, um, influenced you, that's fine. But if you're doing this shit just on Instagram, just to act a fool, to have your little TikTok and Twitter videos, meanwhile, you turn around and do yes, sir, yes, ma'am to your daddy and mommy, just, just stop it, man. Right. Stop the shit. No, he's not fooling anybody. 
I mean, like, if you're white, Hispanic, um, Asian, whatever, and black culture has influenced you and you respond to that, and that's how you really act 24 7, 365, then that's what you should do. That's your life. God bless you. But when you're out here faking it, acting a fool, pretend to do this shit like Chet Hanks is doing. Stop it. Okay. We can tell you do not use that, that accent anywhere except for when the camera is on. Mm-hmm. We're not fucking stupid. Chet cut the malarkey. <laughs> that man's a goddamn fool and we can, everybody can see through it. Um, Bob, we respect respect the black queens. Why you're threatening to shoot one? Come on now, just and you know this. Sh- I don't understand why you're doing this shit. You know you got an open case on you, fool, mm-hmm. and you know eventually TMZ is gonna find that shit out. TMZ finds out everything. They're the best at what they do. Yeah, man, but you know. I um, I feel like I've missed out on so much because I just heard about this guy like a year ago at the whole Oscars, the whole Oscar Jamaican patois thing. Yeah, like, when he was acting a fool, man. It's like, no, like, go away. Yeah. And then he just kind of popped back up this year. And I was like, oh, man, he's back. Like, this is, you know, now, like, now I'm kind of following it. Like, let's see what he does next because I've, Missed out on the prior, you know, 10 years of however long he's been doing that. God only knows. <laughs> That's a damn fool for no reason. Ooh. Got me heated. Okay. This so my favorite. This is my favorite part. I'll see if, I, if you can hear it. This is my favorite clip from one of his videos when he was talking about black queens and whatnot. Mm. <laughs> Did you hear that? What did he say? He was talking. <laughs> he was talking about like, you know, if it, if it's a black queen summer, and he was basically talking about how like, you know, bragging that you know that's that's his thing all year, like because that's that's all he dates is black girls, mm. and then he drops <laughs> he drops this part <laughs> at the end. He does. <laughs> All I can say is I'm so glad that these are not uh, audio, uh, visually recorded. The look on your face is just. <laughs> Man. This, this is what we allow, America. This is what we allow. Oh man! So bullshit. The fact that he had the gall to do that little laugh. <laughs> oh my god! And you're enjoying this. I couldn't stop laughing when I, when I heard that. It hurts because it's shocking. I mean, it's just shocking. It hurts my soul. Oh man! Yeah. Um. Were we done with the Astros? I think so. I mean, you know, it's a long season. They're six and three. We're nine games in. They're like I say six and three. Only thing um, I say is um the Angels are playing much better than I expected. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't know what are the Angels right now. Let me go look that up. I think they were in second place last time I saw. Yeah, they were. They are six oh, and two. Six and two. They're wow, actually so they, first. Yeah. Uh, but that's nine ga- we played nine games out of 162 so yeah i mean baltimore is still both baltimore and boston are leading the al east mm-hmm. cincinnati is leading the nl central <laughs> but again like we talked about like any one of those teams like you know it's just a i still hold on to my prediction that whoever wins the nl central will not finish above 500 
81 uh, and 81 yeah. is going to be the best out of that division. And uh, oh, one funny thing uh, with Washington, you know, because of the COVID, their their games got pushed back. So they won their first game against the Mets and they were undefeated. And the next day they had a doubleheader and they lost both games. So in a about eight hour span, they went from being undefeated to under 500. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened in the history of baseball before. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a first. Uh, all right. So, so I guess look, time... at, the, look at the Astros. Hmm. The hitting has been really good so far for the most part. Mm-hmm. Altuve's hitting like Altuve again. Uh, Tucker needs to get that average up, but he leads the team in home runs and RBI. Uh, Alvarez is looking solid. Correa is hitting like it's a contract year. But yeah, I remember saying on our preview podcast, they as long as the hitting was there and they were hitting like they did in 2017 through 19, this mm-hmm. team is going to be all right. The pitching, yeah. it didn't need to be, you know, they didn't need to be perfect. They just need to be good. Yeah, and, and we had a real, we had a nice glimpse of that the other day because Javier, Christian Javier, pitched, didn't pitch great against his first, the first time against the Angels or against the A's. And then his second start, he pitched really well. Mm-hmm. Um, McCullers is looking pretty good so far. Granky looks good. Urquidy had a bit of a bump in the road today. I think he gave up a couple of home runs. But the one thing I am a little concerned is the bullpen has been a little shaky these past couple of days. And they've been going to the bullpen early, I've noticed. Yeah. That is a little a little disconcerting. But to have to go to the bullpen this early. Yeah, but they're going to get a little, uh, a little support. Um, Jake Odorizzi is scheduled to start. Uh, I think the Tuesday game. Okay. Against who's that? The Tigers, I believe. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, I just, you have twenty six guys on the roster. You're going to find like throughout the season they're going to do some shuffling with that bullpen. Guys are going to get um that ten the ten day IL. They're going to find guys who are, oh, you have a, this guy over here. He ha- pulled his quad. We're going to sit him on, we're going to put him in the I- IL. We're going to call some rookie guy up from AAA. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see that, that game being played all season. Guys are going to have a, you know, a blister mm-hmm. on his on his throwing thumb or something like that. Or- yeah. Give you time up and, you know, you'll have a week. We can change off and we can bring up this other guy, give him a cup of coffee, see what he's got while giving – the first guy has some time off. So we're going to mm-hmm. see that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, two game losing streak is never, you know, you never like, you never you, like everybody wants their teams to go 162 and 0, obviously, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it, that's just not going to happen. And, and a two games losing skid, that's okay. You know, um, I guess maybe it is good that they have tomorrow off to kind of mm-hmm. clear their heads and, and uh, get ready for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so I'm about to bring down the mood. And, I was. Uh, I think I was about to as well. Yeah, I'm talking about the biggest story that's happened in the past couple of days. Um, yeah, Prince Charles. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. Next time I see you, I'm be hundred percent vaccined up. I'm punch you in the throat. <laughs> so yesterday, the news came down that. Uh, DMX passed away at the age of 50 after yeah. suffering a heart attack. Yeah, man. It'd been, you know, he'd been in the hospital for like a, a week now. Mm-hmm. And every day it was like, oh, he's dead. And then, nope, he's still alive. And then it was just like back and forth, like, is he or isn't he? And Friday finally, it's finally the day. Yeah, I, it was, I know it's going to sound cool, but when I saw the TMZ report that they didn't see any improvement in his brain functions, that's when I knew that it was only a matter of time. I yeah. personally, I've had that experience in my life. Uh, um, 
a cousin of mine, she had an asthma attack. And this is almost 20 years ago. She had an asthma attack. Uh, her brain just didn't get any oxygen for about 15 to 20 minutes. And once that happens, it's the body is there, but the person that you knew and love is gone. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, we went down to the hospital as a family. We got to say our goodbyes and then pulled her off the of life support. So, wow. like, yeah, that's still shit. That's just things like that. Like when it happens, you think about it all the time and it hurts like hell. And then like, you know, time heals and you don't think about it. But when you start talking about it, that pain fucking comes back. But um, yeah, I knew once that report came out, it was only a matter of time because at that point, the man that we knew and admired and loved was no longer there. He was gone. It was just an empty husk. And so Friday, um, family finally took him off of life support and he passed away. Yeah, man, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't listen to a whole lot of rap, I guess, Mm -hmm. but his music was pretty undeniable. Like if you pretty much knew who this was when when his voice is undeniable, like Mm -hmm. a lot of these rappers now, I can't tell them apart because I'm old and they sound the same (laughs) 50, 50, whichever way you want to put it. But DMX, if you put on a DMX album, a DMX song, at any point in his career, you know who that man is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could tell it was real because, yeah, you listen to it on the record, you know, you listen to, uh, you know, the radio or CD or, you know, records or whatever. And then you watch that, uh, everybody's been sharing that clip of his uh, Woodstock 99 performance. Mm-hmm. And like, he's got that same, you know, unmistakable it, voice. Yeah, that voice, that energy, that charisma. Um, speaking of that Woodstock, uh, for which man there were a lot of white people yeah i watched maybe i watched most of that performance and i could barely count maybe five black people mm-hmm. in, the, in the audience and like i've just been seeing story after story about just him interacting with people in just the normal ways like one time he went to waffle house and caused a spill and actually grabbed a mop and cleaned it up himself Mm-hmm. It was like, if you're too big to clean up a spill, you're really fucked up in life. Yeah. And like, no matter what happened to him or how much money he got or whatever, he was always the same. Like, mm-hmm. the money didn't make him, um, what's what I'm looking for? It didn't go to his head. Right. And I've yet to see one like negative story about the dude it just seemed like he was a guy who wanted to live life experiencing like i've seen video clips of him like uh he was dancing at an albanian wedding um there have been clips of him like i saw like somebody was talking about how um what what was it this sum 41 video like their first music video and he just happened to be around while they were shooting the video and so he just you know (laughs) popped in on a a four-wheeler in the video and like he's just the dude was like hey what are you doing that seems like fun and like the stories like tom arnold had one where he was working on a movie with him and steven seagal i forget what movie it was and like huh was it exit wounds? Yeah. And like he like DMX would like adopt dogs on his way to the set and like be just driving his RC cars around and like there I've yet to hear one person in his entire life. I've yet to hear anyone say anything bad about the guys. It seems like he was just a joy and like it just sucks because it really seemed like he was getting into that um he was hitting old just the old man status being the the um, the old head the figurehead mm-hmm. and you know you you when you're a kid when we're young you talk about oh 50 you see oh it feels like that's so far away but now 50 40 50 that's like just transitioning to 
like your second part of your life. And yep. I said this when Kobe Bryant died, but it just feels like we got robbed of that. I've seen him being like the the old guy, the uncle that would help the new the new uh crew of rappers and just be there and just have stories upon stories to tell and, and yeah i mean you would hope that you know he could have influenced like oh he definitely of- did he definitely did i mean i don't know if you ever heard of this rapper called uh pop smoke who uh tragically passed away last year but that was if you ever heard one of his songs, you say, "Oh yeah, he definitely grew up listening to DMX." He's mm-hmm. the low voice and everything. Yeah, because you know, rap is, is definitely a lot different, you know, these days, and it's uh, not something that I, you know, like I, you know, I I would rather listen to everything, all the old stuff, you know, over most of what's going on today, and. You know, but that's just the way that that's just the way music works and everything's cyclical and, you know, sounds are always changing and stuff like that. But yeah, you kind of hoped that, excuse me, that he would, uh, you know, maybe he could be that, you know, that next wave producer of, you know, kind of getting back to that old sound a little bit, you know, that's a little more palatable, I guess, for us older folks. This is a huge loss for the hip hop community, for just America in general. Like, um, I don't know. I've seen all the, you know, people doing the tweets and the videos, just showing how much this, how much this man had to give, and to just to hear the story of how he got addicted to drugs in the first place. It's heartbreaking. He mm-hmm. was, have you heard the story? No. Yeah. He's like, he, it was, he was like 14 and he had this mentor, like he loved and he looked up to. And one night, you know, they're hanging out with a group of them. And he's like, here, smoke this uh, marijuana. And like, he, the guy gives uh, X the marijuana. He smokes it 14 and the guy failed to tell uh, DMX that he had laced it with crack cocaine. Jeez. And that was it. From that moment on, he was always chasing that high. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you do that to someone who looks up to you? How do you do that to a child? You know? And uh, he did everything in his life to fight his demons. He went to rehab. And and it just it just looked like his he was he had so much more to give. Mm-hmm. And and it's just it's just tragic, man. And um I just want to say uh uh, have, uh, it feels like the stuff we say after someone passed we say we all say the same things and like we mean it but since everyone says says it it doesn't have meaning do you understand what i'm saying yeah you just you kind of sound like it's kind of like a, a broken record yeah it's like i i feel terrible for his family his friends um the fans every everybody like and say oh i'm praying for you and everything it's like Everybody says that, and we all mean it, but it just feels like, like you say, a broken record. Mm-hmm. So I just, w- and I just wish there was more, something more poignant that I could say. I just don't have the words. Yeah. Yeah, my heart breaks for his family, his children. I think he has like 13 kids, and I think Whoa. the youngest one, 13 or 14, the, and the youngest one's like five, I think. Holy moly. Yeah, and I know their hearts are break are broken right now, and all I can say is I'm sorry. I wish I could take that pain away, but the only thing that's going to take that away is, like I said earlier, is time. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you got me tearing up over here. 
Yeah, it was a All rough right. one, man. Yeah. I uh, on a on a lighter note, kind of. I I remember I uh, like a year and a half ago, I was driving some I was driving somewhere, and I, I was able to get a uh, take a picture of a of a license plate in front of me, <laughs> and the license plate was DMX ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, I saw you posted that on Facebook today. I was like, man, that is that's awesome. I hope that person kept that license plate. You know, hopefully they, you know, you know, if they got rid of the car or whatever, hopefully they kept were able to keep that plate at least or mm-hmm. you know, carry it to the next vehicle. What an epic license plate to have. And it was, I don't think it was a vanity plate, which I can't stand, but <laughs> to be fortunate enough to pull up that like like that set of numbers and or letters and numbers, like that's pretty epic. Mm-hmm. And on a lighter note, I just turned on uh, Peacock, aka the cock. Uh, they're showing um, what happened last night on SmackDown. So, um, let's see, we got about ten minutes before WrestleMania starts. Let's go on and wrap this on up so I can edit this quickly. Mm-hmm. Ah man, just like always, pleasure talking to you. Absolutely, man. Um, we'll be back later this week because so, we got to catch up with Falcon Winter Soldier. So yeah, we'll do episodes uh, three and four. We'll do them as one podcast. I really like the show too, man. Like I, I just I, I love talking about it because I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. So I'm telling you, episode four is the best episodes by by far. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, um, I said it's off air, but I want to make sure I say it right now. Go watch Invincible on Amazon, okay? Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, I've said it before. Invincible, the comic book run is probably, Mm -hmm. it's one of my, it's by far my favorite independent comic run that's not done by what I mean by that is not done by Marvel or DC. It was done by Image mm-hmm. Comics. And Robert Kirkman wrote his ass off on that book. And the show, it's it's taking it's it's like the MCU where you can see the things they're taking from the comic books. They just change up a couple of things here and there. So when you watch the show and you get through that first episode, you're gonna be hooked. Yes. Because the last 10 minutes of the first episode it's a oh my god i have to watch this moment that's gonna happen and uh episode five just came out last friday i haven't caught up yet i'm probably gonna try to watch that tomorrow in between nxt night two and wrestlemania night two very cool but yeah you start that because that's an excellent show yeah i need to put on my watch list yes. definitely all right, I'm out of recommendations for tonight, and we are done with this podcast. Let's go. Um, I need to go find something to eat for dinner while I watch WrestleMania. Ooh, that's the best part. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Uh, so for everyone out there, thank you for listening. Uh, if you can, give us a five-star review. If you don't give us five stars, we just assume you're a hater. Also, sign up to go get your coronavirus vaccine. Do it. Yes. Anthony's got his. I have my second Moderna shot this Tuesday. My girlfriend just got her uh, the Johnson Johnson variant today. My my grandma's got both shots. And that lucky woman didn't have any side effects for any for either oh, shot. Man. <laughs> my mom has her second one next week. My uncle had his two shots, ended up sick as a dog after the second one. So yes. Everyone out there, if you can hear me, go get your vaccine so we can open up outside and, you know, meet up for beers and have some hugs again. I want to get back to normal. And the only way you can do that is as many people as possible take the vaccine, which everyone you're managed to get. That's it. That's all we got to do. That's all for us. And we'll be back next week. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.